The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm going with the force of forces with me. That's not how the Force works. Well, that starts somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast, everybody. This is episode number 35, recorded January 21st, 2020. My name is Joe Becker. I'm one of your hosts. The real host is Michael Diaz. He knows more than I do. Typically, <laughs> I don't think I'm the real host. I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm the spunky sidekick. Yeah, <laughs> Michael, how are you? I'm excellent. How are you, Joe? I'm good. It's been a long uh, couple weeks. Sorry, we took the uh, week off. If any of the listeners are disappointed, but um, life gets in the way. We had been busy and had some things happening here. Um, some of which you might hear through the door as we got a new puppy, and it's driving us a little. Little baddie, little keeping us up at night, and she's running around, uh, making noises and leaving things around, you know. And you'll hear the word "stop" or "no" maybe through the door. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, puppies. I mean, they're they're like babies, but cuter. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> um, kinda. I don't know. It's cool. We we haven't had a puppy in a very long time, so it's uh, definitely feeling my age on rearing a puppy. There. They're pretty, uh, they'll tax you, I'll tell you that, but they, they're worth it. It's a rescue, so that's how we do it. Aww. Yeah, that's how we do those things. So we are full-fledged into 2020. This is going to be kind of a news bits episode again until maybe some big things happen uh, down the road. We've got a few trailers to talk about. We've got a few rumors to talk about. Maybe some Oscar talk at the end if we get to it. Um According to the rundown Michael has so kindly put together since I've been out and about, uh, not able to do a lot this week, um, we're going to start with the Black Widow trailer. So, Michael, you know, I, I just watched it, and do you feel like you want to see the movie more or less? Just the I same? I'd say the same, and because the only real difference, I mean, they put in some pieces, you know, talking to the actors about what was going mm-hmm. on, and, you know, it was kind of like a deeper look. It wasn't I don't know if calling it a second trailer is appropriate, but right, they, they said they, special they, look or something is what they yeah, yeah, labeled, yeah. labeled it. Yeah, it's you know, but we we got to see a little bit more, and I mean, literally seconds more of Taskmaster. Yeah. So, you know, I saw the is that the person with the shield? Yes, is that Taskmaster? Okay. So I don't know much about that that villain. I think we talked a little bit about it that one time, but I. Well, the thing he's not always a villain. Obviously, in this film, it appears that he is, and he has been the villain in the comics before, okay. but he's also worked with the Avengers. So, okay, uh, he's, I would say he's, you know, eh, kind of the gray area shifting to bad, sometimes goodish. Right. I mean, and what is his? Of, what does he do? Like, what is he? What's his? thing basically the best way to describe him is having like the super didactic memory combined with muscle memory which means if he sees a move performed once he can do it that's right you 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 did talk about this in the last trailer that's right i remember this now 
So all he has to do is either fight or see Captain America fight, and then he can fight just like Captain America. Right. And vice versa. So the whole idea is that over these many years, he's become this master assassin or terrorist or however you want to put it. Um, because he has gained all these different fighting styles. So he can use one of them to, you know, basically beat you with your own style. But does he have the will to fight like a Captain America? Like you can have the style and all that stuff, but it's somehow, I think that the will of Captain America would win over somebody like that. Well, he does have America's ass. He does that indeed. <laughs> but yeah, that's why that's why you see the Taskmaster with a shield. I mean, obviously it's not Captain America's shield, but it's similar, and he has a sword. So that way, like I said, no matter what fighting style he picks, he's probably done it once. And even if you bring something new to the table, he'll learn it the first time you use whatever move it is, and then it's his as well. So what's the kind of story that you're getting out of this trailer? Like, I, I still not getting much of a story other than some, they have to come together as a family for something, maybe to beat whatever her past was to, to eliminate that red, as she called it in uh, the Avengers movies. So it's looking to me yeah, like she's trying room, to get her. Yeah. Yeah. She's looking, it's looking to me like she's needs to go back to her family to get something cleared and kind of have closure with her russian family and that 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 her quote unquote family and that it looks like they're all different um members Mm -hmm. of that program whatever it was right obviously um i can't remember her name now but uh the blonde woman we meet the british actress i can't remember her name but she's been in everything lately she's been in little women she was just in midsummer now she's in this um she looks like obviously she's going to be the one that they pass on the Black Widow mantle right. to. Right. Looks like she came up through the same assassination program. It looks like um, racial wise is an older member that also went through the program. Right. So they're obviously all you know. I don't want to say they're all Black Widow, but they're they kind of are. And then we see Guardian, who is kind of like the Soviet version, the Soviet attempt to make a super soldier like Captain America. But then again. So was the Winter Soldier a bit, but with obviously a, a vibranium arm. So, yeah, I mean, they all came up through some kind of Soviet super soldier program, and that's how they're family. And I think they're returning, just as you noted, to shut it down. Right. And or I think that whatever remains. it seems like, you know, that's always a running thing through Avengers since Captain America making the super soldier and... You saw it from the, quote, German point of view. Now, we've never really got into the Cold War type thing. So it's interesting if they kind of go there uh, with this, if it goes back to, like, you know, the 80s Cold War initiative or something, if they if they talk about that. I know she's not from the 80s, but um, be interesting. Right, but they, Rachel Weisz's character could be. Right. And David Harbour. You know, Maybe something David. like that. Yeah, depending how old David Harbour is in this. He's, if he's our age, then yes. you know. Then yeah, exactly. Then he's definitely 80s. Right. Right, right, right. So, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I I got to admit, I don't know if I'm more, uh, you know, geeked to see it yet. Um, I'm not sure. But I don't not want to see it, put it that way. <laughs> well, I will say this for 2020. 
this is the Marvel for Marvel film I'm most eager to see. Oh, really? Now there's only two coming out, right? I assume Doctor Strange is coming out, right? No, they haven't started filming that yet. Oh, what's the other one? Uh, the Inhumans, not the Inhumans, the Eternals. Sorry, the Inhumans. That that's just that's a terrible nightmare that needs to be forgotten. Well, then, when you put it that way, then right. yes, this is the most anticipated one I'm looking forward to uh, for this year out of the two. Well, it's because the Eternals is such an unknown commodity. All we know is that they've got some big names in it. It's going to be a cosmic. Mm-hmm. It's going to you know take more place on the cosmic side of the Marvel universe, kind of in the Thor Guardians of the Galaxy territory. Got it. But that's all we know about it. And Angelina, Angelina Jolie is the biggest name in it. That's so it's really unknown commodity. I mean, it sounds interesting, sure. But until we see a trailer, man, I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be tough to. Um, so this, I, I'm looking at the black mask thing that you sent me from the. I just now got it on your text. Sorry. Um. Yeah, I. Well, that's a good segue. Yeah, it is a good segue. So that leads us to trailer number two which is birds of prey um, for the, for the record guys, I I've been out and about uh, with some family stuff and I haven't had a chance to do this. I watched these previews <laughs> pretty much five seconds before we started this podcast. So it's probably not going to sound as smooth as we really, that I really want it to be, but still nonetheless, I did watch the birds of prey and, and I don't really quite know what to think of it. I, I love the actors in this and I don't know the, uh, you know, I, I find this storytelling of, kind of the band of misfits getting together for another cause. It just seems like, okay, well, they just did that the first time they did. Um, uh, oh my gosh. What was it? Suicide yeah, Squad. exactly. And it looks like they're just kind of redoing it, but with all women, which is fine, but I'm not seeing anything really new. Um, this trailer to me was seemed like a lot of exposition to talk about how to bring this story to life without the Joker and what everything happened before. And, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'll see it for sure because um, I like the actors in it, uh, and hopefully they do a really good job. Now, I'm not quite sure who the director is. See, I'm a tentative on whether or not I'll see it in the theater hmm. because I know I know you're very much into, well, if I like it, I like it, and I'm going to go see it. I don't care what the critics say. Yeah, for sure. That's you, and that's fine. I'm not criticizing that. I was that way with the first Suicide Squad movie. That's because I discovered Suicide Squad as a comic book in the 80s. So I was super, super hyped to see it. And I heard the reviews, and the reviews were not good. I said, well, maybe... Maybe you just can't trust the reviewers. Maybe, you know, it's just... They just don't know the material, so maybe they don't like it that much. And I left thinking, yeah, the reviewers were right. That was... It was not a good movie. And that's nothing to... I'm not besmirching David Ayer, the director. Mm-hmm. I mean, he got many of accolades for his other films, including Fury. So, I don't think he's a bad director. I, I just... I don't know. I don't know if there was too much Warner Brothers meddling, trying to make it more, you know, make it funnier, add levity, kind of like, you know, the success that Marvel had found in Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, those films. Right. I don't know what it was, but Ultimately, I thought Suicide Squad was kind of a mess, and this isn't really a reboot because obviously, like you said, it's 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 women and they're heroes. Harley Quinn's kind of an anti-hero, 
is an anti-hero, definitely. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if making her the lead is the right choice. Sells tickets, man. That's that's all this is about. Exactly. I mean, it's the same. I mean, Marvel Universe started with Iron Man because that's the character they had. And, you know, that's how kind of Tony Stark became, you know, Tony Stark was kind of like, you know, one of the faces of the Avengers. And that's why he's one of the starring roles, Mm -hmm. which, yes, he's in the Avengers in the comic, too. But I don't know. Was directed by a woman. She's directed by Kathy Yan, which I don't know who that is, but um, I'm looking up the Wikipedia. Chinese-American film director, screenwriter. Uh, Films include 2018 comedy drama Dead Pigs and Birds of Prey. So I I don't know anything about her. I have not seen Dead Pigs, so I can't speak to that. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not against it. I'm just going to – I'm going to be tentative with it because, you know, the first trailer was like, all right. Well, I'm glad we got the trailer. Uh, it's Harley Quinn being Harley Quinn, and I'm all for it. You know, I, I enjoyed her. She was one of the highlights of Suicide Squad. Yeah, so for me, like, Suicide and, Squad, like, I had no investment in it. So we just went and seen it, Michelle and I, and I had fun watching it when it was on, you know, at the theater. I had, But I had no, you know, the story kind of failed at the end, but I, I really kind of dug the characters and who was brought in there, and the, the I can't remember all their names, so forgive me there, but... You know, I thought Will Smith was good, but I don't know if he's a good dead shot, if that's who he, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that was all correct, but I didn't mind. It was yeah, not. I figured it wasn't because that's why people were upset, but I didn't mind what they, you know, it wasn't a big deal to me because, I, again, I didn't I didn't have much of investment. And I, I did feel like there was this whole government thing that I kind of loved how they subverted these two and, you know used his son against him, Will Smith's, you know, to, to do what he wanted, wanted him to do. And, you know, I really, my favorite person died at the end. Spoilers, if anybody hasn't seen that movie, was the, and I don't know his name, Pyro or whatever the heck they called him. Um, Who was that guy? The fire guy. That turned in. God, I guess that's how bad. I've only seen the movie well, I once. I may have known the characters, again. so. I, I know most of the characters, but, uh. Yeah, I, I couldn't even tell you who it was. I guess the movie made that poor of an impression on me. I'll let you know who it is. I'm just looking it up here, but um, El Diablo, the devil. Oh, okay. But I thought that was a cool character. I was not familiar with him. And, you know, he was afraid to use his. I, I thought it was a cool. I didn't even mind the take on uh, the Joker, the way they did. I don't know if it was perfect, but it was. it was. it wasn't as, I guess for me, it was just, fine but i i can totally understand if people love that comic and was like whoa you just totally destroyed everything that we worked for reading that comic through the years so but i'm well i mean i wouldn't even go that far i mean that's not why i disliked it i just i don't know i i was okay with will smith as deadshot and i mean i don't want to turn this all into a review of why suicide squad was no but it does pay, pay attention like i think it's this isn't a reboot birds of prey like you said but it seems like they they they, they knew they had a hit with Harley Quinn because people liked that character and what she did in it. And it basically propelled that movie an extra probably three weeks than it probably could have ever gotten if she, if she didn't. I won't disagree with you there at all. I think you're 100% right. And now they're like, okay, can we parlay that into something? And who knows, at the end of this, maybe this is more of a, a Harley Quinn trilogy. And at the end of this, the next one will be her with Joker again in some way, shape, or form. Who the hell knows? So they can resurrect that off the heels of the Joaquin 
Joker film, which is nothing like any of these. So it's, you know, kind of foolish to do that. Well, you know what? And I'm, I'm going to say this real quick. I know we're not really going to talk about it this week, but I will say that despite its weaknesses as a CW show or series of shows, mm-hmm. The Crisis on Infinite Earths that just concluded. I don't know if you watched it. I haven't. Right? I, I, oh, I know you watched it. I got to try and find I, I think I watched yeah. like this the first two. Is that where I left off? Or the first three? I can't remember. I think the first two or three. Yeah, yeah. Then they, yeah. Well, that concluded. And I will say this. The TV series has done a nice job of properly setting up and explaining the multiverse of the DC Extended Universe. Okay better than any of the films and really what it's done is made it possible for fat things like the joker being in its own universe you know these superhero films like justice league aquaman right. all that you know wonder woman yada 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 being into its own universe and i i don't want to spoil it because you haven't seen the last couple yeah, episodes. i'll watch it don't tell me don't spoil it people will talk about that i'm not gonna tell you I'm we'll just, talk about it next week i'm just saying they've connected them nice okay all right, except for that really shitty Superman. <laughs> I'll even say this. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the the newer Superman who's getting a TV show next year now. Yeah, what a joke. Sorry, <laughs> um, I, I, that guy just looks. It's, it's nothing against the actor. It's just terrible. It's just terrible. You might as well. It's like That's having people thought that about Brandon Ralph, even though I I thought no, I didn't. I, I knew what they were people, trying to do. Yeah, he he looks somewhat like Christopher Reeves. Yeah, that was what they told him to play. That's what they casted him to do, and he did a great job doing it. Now, whether that was the right thing to do, I don't know, but I'm certainly not going to blame him. He did a fantastic job in that role. And it was actually, that particular Superman, Superman Returns, was one of the only times that ever felt like Superman could die. They really took it to the edge in that movie. I agree. It was really good. Um, No, but that guy looks like friggin' Dick Grayson from the 60s, Batman as Superman now, like short and skinny. Like no, that guy's. I just like bringing it. Like I don't. I have no, no real passion for it. I'm not a huge Superman fan. I don't watch Supergirl. I, like I said, I, I I kind of got away from the CW superhero shows, the Arrowverse. Yeah. I really when don't did you, have a so, dog in this So fight. fun question. When did you see the original Superman movie? Oh, as a child. So I mean, that was another. That was off the heels of, of Star Wars for me, and that was a another big episode that my dad took me to go see at a at a real, at a theater in the Detroit area called the Maikai, which was really big. It was like it was a one theater theater, like a one screen theater. So pretty rare to have that um, in a city, and it was a giant screen, great sound. It was a beautiful place, and. Seeing those, and now this is kind of t- a little bit of a tell about my life in that um, seeing those credits and the way the typography was, I didn't know it was typography back then. It's what I do now. But those credits were just so cool. And when they went to that movie theater and then it kind of opened up the things and it turned into like the modern super Superman and pulled me in. And I, I loved that movie as a kid. I mean, I bought the magazines around it. I was drawing things, you know. That was a big deal. And, and, and the movie actually still holds up pretty well today for being done in 79. You know, I mean, obviously there's problems and some catchy stuff in it, but it holds up pretty well for what it was. And that made me like Superman back then. I loved it, you know, and there was a big gap until superhero movies did well after that. Um, I agree. I I mean, I, I really enjoyed it, too. Obviously, like most people, I thought Superman 2 was even more badass. Mm-hmm. But in Superman 3 was awful, but I still saw it. 
Absolutely. So I'm with you there. I mean, in the director's cuts, even better. I mean, the Richard Donner cuts, even of which one? Uh, Superman. I've never seen the Donner oh, cut. Superman. I've it's, never seen it. I've heard. I've heard Michael, good things. It's so good. You, you're gonna like. You can totally tell that it was uh, arguing with pay, and that they just try to get away with the cheap. Because uh, once you see the the plan, it was wonderful. Because it basically happens like two days after the first one. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, we're totally we're off, off topic. topic. That's I'm okay. Very, That's yeah, what's going to happen today topic. because we've been away. But anyways, Birds of Prey. Looking forward. I, I will see it. I don't. I won't, probably won't run out first week or anything. But if I have an op- opening, I'll go see it uh, to see how it comes out and, and what happens. Unless it like you know, I don't know. Somebody really destroys it. That uh, that I that I know. But so here's a, a the next thing on the list is something that I sure as heck this 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 tore me apart when I first read it. I was like, oh no, <laughs> you know, there's rumors out there saying that the Obi Wan series was canceled, and it's not. And I've I've seen many people to say the opposite, but there's probably some. The last thing I've read was that there was some scheduling difficulties uh, with you McGregor and stuff. Like I'm like, how can they cancel this? And and I now that I look back, it had to have been just clickbait right to get people to start clicking over to this thing well the original rumor came from a known rumor site like where it was a bullshit site so i don't know how it spread as fast as it did and got the mainstream news that it did because once you went back to the source you're like well yeah that's complete bullshit i don't know why anyone believed yeah yeah but what i'm kind of upset is why didn't disney come out and just stop it right away you know they just don't, I don't know. Because they I don't. think they try to get in front of it as quick as they did. I think it. I think by the time it had spread, it was you know past the typical news hours. It was after five o'clock, and then first thing the next day, they came back and said, "No, everything's fine." Well, apparently, now, it's from. I'm, I'm sure when, it's from. Um, it's a parody account. There's a there's a real place called Discussing Film, which is the rumor site, and then. Allegedly, this well, not allegedly. I'm not worried about getting sued. Fuck them. Um, if you look at the way it's spelled, the actual people that did it, it's a, it's a joke site called Dick Sussing Film. D i c s u s s i n g. It's spelled wrong, but if you glance at it, your eye just well, it's disgusting film. So it was te- it was totally a, a a false site from what they were saying. Now that I'm reading. fake news, fake news, just what I need. Fake news in this day and age. I would have been heart, heart, heartbroken if that uh, they canceled it after they brought him out on stage at you know the Disney D3, D23, or the heck it was. That would have been D23. D23. I mean, they, that was a big announcement. I'm like, how the heck can they? It's you know it's really going to have to hit the wall before the, anything happens. I mean, it has to. Be, it's going to have to be absolutely terrible. And Ewan McGregor is going to be. I mean, come on, Ewan McGregor just filmed, you know, Black uh, Birds yeah. of Prey. You know, and he, uh, I don't know. He doesn't. I know we just talked about that, but him being the bad guy really doesn't engender any excitement in me. I mean, I love Ewan McGregor as an actor, but it, he looks a bit cheesy in that film. So he's. You know, he'll. I'm not saying he's going to do any film. He's not. He's not coming from the. Uh, oh, the Samuel L. Jackson school of picking films. Right. <laughs> right. Right. He's, 
or the Sean Connery school of Sean, we've got a script for you. Would you? I'm in. Or one better, <laughs> Michael Caine. Oh yeah, in the eighties, he really 80s all the way through, way, all the way through to almost two years ago when he did the Batman films. I wonder if he just every once in a while Michael Caine just writes a letter to, um, what's his face <laughs> Nolan and says thank you for bringing me back to credibility. <laughs> he's, a, he's a good actor though, for sure. He's a good actor. He is a good actor, but he did some shit. Yeah. Again, way off topic. So yes, Obi Wan. Um. You know, I first was like, what? But then, obviously, those rumors got dispelled. I'm not saying there isn't some kind of trouble in paradise, that there isn't some kind of friction. It wouldn't be a Kathleen Kennedy yeah. production if it wasn't, didn't. <laughs> Ooh, throwing some shade there, Joe. Some shade. I, But hey, I'm the one who gave her kudos, too. You know, I, I'll give her crap, but she gave me the Mandalorian. Good, bad, or indifferent. She chose those people to run it, and that was a good choice. So, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true. <laughs> so here's some really good stuff talking about Star Wars. I, I uh, did do my homework on this one. I've I've watched a few things and and a couple of shows and, and read some things on the Colin Trevorrow's Star Wars script, Duel of the Fates. And did you? How much? Did you, Come on, that's a much better title than Rise of Skywalker. I don't, isn't I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I think this is a, you know, my overall thing here is, look, these things happen all the time in Hollywood. There's scripts that come and go. They fail. They're moved. They just throw them on a pile. It didn't work or it's great. I think, you know, it's a little, I I guarantee you he's the one who let this thing leak because he's pissed that he didn't do the film, number one. Oh, 100%. Which is is childish, which already tells me this guy's a jackass. Um, number two, I think it's like, you know, it's, it's, uh, everybody loves the backup quarterback when their team sucks and they think it's going to be much better. But if anybody watched the lions this year, which they shouldn't, they really, really shouldn't. Um, how good was that backup quarterback after, (laughs) after, uh, you know, Stafford went down, you see, yeah, everybody complained about Stafford till that guy went down anyways. Um, I did. I did follow through the script on a couple of shows, and I, it, it's interesting. Um, but I don't know if it's better. It's just a script. I don't know if it's gonna would have been shot better. I don't know if it'd have been acted better. Like you can't, you can't say this would have been a better movie. Um, oh, you know, and people are gonna be surprised because I 100 percent agree with you. I I read the bits as well. I mean, I didn't read the full script, right. but I read the breakdown, and it sounds interesting. Yeah, but it's just like you said. Unless it's actually acted and directed in the special effects, because like that script that he wrote doesn't mean that was going to be what was filmed. Just like whatever script that JJ wrote, that was not what was filmed. Right. You know, most of it. I mean, all, maybe they filmed all of it, but what after you know, editing and, became the movie? Yeah. Editing exactly all takes and all that special effects exactly. So. And there's a big. I thought it was a fun what if scenario, but you, you know there are some sites that are basically going on and saying, "Oh my god, this would have been definitely better." And you can't you say can't. that. And then here's one thing everybody forgets: that, you know, Leia is all over that script. How was he going to do that? Right, you'd have to recast, and then that would have been a huge fiasco, right? I mean, there's no other way you could have done that the way they had it that particular thing written. 
I guess they could have. Sw- oh, I agree. Now, there's there's some things I really really liked about like some interesting thing. I I like that he decided to use Luke more and and became kind of the ghost of following Kylo Ren around, which is what he said in, you know, uh, the Last Jedi. Now that is and that's something I think I don't know if I said that last time or not when we talked about Rise of Skywalker and this will not be a Rise of Skywalker discussion, but I do miss that that idea of having Luke follow Kylo Ren around and call him Ben and really kind of haunt him a bit would have been that, that is kind of missed. And I, I thought Luke not contacting Kylo Ren at all was a miss in Rise of Skywalker simply because of what, what was given in the, in the last Jedi for sure. Um, but that's all over this script would have been, it would have been cool to see that for sure. It would have been interesting, but again, it would have been a different, yeah, uh, a use and approach to force ghosts as we know them. Not saying it's wrong, right? but, JJ obviously just went a different way with, you know, how to manipulate the force and all that yada yada. So I agree with you. There were some neat things in the script. Uh, some cool things. Um, Hijacking a Star again, Destroyer is kind of interesting. It is, I think. And that, and that sounds very Star Wars. But then again, how would, you know, a handful of five people hijack an entire Star Destroyer? I yeah. mean, we've seen those bridges. There's dozens of people up on that bridge. Right. But again... I'm nitpicking. It could have been fun. Um, unfortunately, we do not live in a multiverse where we can jump over to another universe to see the Colin Trevorrow version of Star Wars Duel of the Fates. Right. You know, and actually made. I would love to, you know, take a look. But we don't live in that universe, unfortunately. I mean, what do you... I mean, obviously, they went with the same... They went with what... Um Ryan Johnson and the Ray is a nobody. They gave her, they did give her a last name in the script and I forgot what it was now. Um, oh my gosh. I gotta. And again, that's something I would have preferred that Ray stay a nobody because mm-hmm. I liked the idea that you didn't have to be a Skywalker or, you know, a Palpatine that the force really could, you know, be used by anyone, you know, right. Not necessarily anyone. You know what I mean? You didn't have to come from some stupid line that was tied to midichlorians or whatever. You know, it just, ugh. It was, you know, there are billions and trillions of people in this universe. Why Why are all, why all this focus on the Palpatines and Skywalkers? I liked that she could have been nobody and stayed nobody, but that's not what we got. Well, I mean, that's a whole discussion, but... um I, I, it was interesting. It could oh, have been, right, it, right. It, it, you know, either way, I'm fine with that. I was trying to figure. I can't remember what the breakdown is on the on what her name was, but it, it, it's cool. I get it. Uh, but after I read the, after I listened to the script and the person that kind of read through it, um, I, I still don't think that he, that Kylo Ren did, earned to be the big bad. I guess he just didn't really earn it for me, and that would be the biggest trouble with it. And I'm not saying that it should have been Palpatine, but. You know, maybe if they would have said this was, you know, X amount of years later, I do like that they brought in the the Knights of Ren that actually talked, you know, and and, and did those kind of things. Um, right. That I mean, everybody's been waiting to see that, so I, you know, I, I do miss that. That and that was, you know, JJ brought those into the script and why he didn't pay it off. That's a, you know, maybe there's not time because Ryan Johnson didn't pay it off. You know, um, people people would always say like. Oh, they minimized Rose. I'm like, well, you know, Ryan Johnson fucking minimized Phasma. He minimized the Knights of Ren. He minimized a shit ton of characters that, and no one beat him up for that. You know, it's like, 
He gave us Rose instead of the Knights well, of Ren? Get the fuck out of here. I would rather have the Knights of Ren. If you're going to write in something. Phasma's, in in Ryan Johnson's defense, JJ minimized Phasma first. But he had, but the but he didn't kill her. And he gave, you know, went back to the ship and could have done a lot of things with her afterwards. He didn't minimize her. He just didn't use her a lot in terms of like, you know. She was thrown down a trash chute. He didn't and show then- it. Starkiller base blew up. Didn't blew show up. any of that. I'm just saying they could have definitely they could have kept her dead in the second movie, no problem. So, but let's but I'll, so that's where I'll give you that's where I will concede your point in that JJ minimized her because she looked like she was going to be a badass character and then turned out to be another grievous. Right, for sure. Well, right. grievous was actually tougher. Right, I and mean, grievous was only but, in one movie and that was it. That's fine. And you could have done the same thing with with. Um, Phasma. So I will grant you that yes, Ryan Johnson, by even bringing her back at all in the second film in The Last Jedi, and then doing nothing with her, yeah, may have been. The and, then, and then give me Rose, and then give me which Rose is fine, but it's not as good as the Knights of Ren, and give me the stupid Benicio character, another like waste of time. So, you know, this whole minimization of characters this is nonsense when both people have done it. Um, but I mean, listen again, it's, it's, I would love to be able to read this thing note for note. Cause you, it's not out there. I can't find the printed one. Nobody can. Um, seems like this Colin dude just leaked it to his buddies on the internet that do YouTube shows and let them talk through it. Uh, they did have the holocron, which I guess was cool of the emperor that was meant for only for Vader. And then when the holocron realized it wasn't Vader and it was Kylo Ren, it went like ballistic and blew up in his face and, you know, lightning hit his face and they, then they grafted, which is cool in the script too. I mean, these are cool things. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it could be, it could like, but we don't know if it would have been a great movie, but they had, um, because of his, his, um, damage that he took Kylo Ren, they, the medic, uh, grafted Beskar to his face from Mandalorian. Yeah. That would have been, that would have been an interesting way to bring Mandalorians in, in, into that whole thing that would have been that you know there's they, he wrote some cool shit no doubt about it i mean um but again i don't know if it's better right, you know what you know right i can write some cool star wars shit doesn't mean it's going to be making it made into a movie <laughs> yeah i don't know if i could you could write some cool star wars shit doesn't mean it's gonna be made into yeah a movie. and you know what and to be truth you said this earlier on and it's kind of stuck with me for a while that um anything that that lucas didn't do technically right now is a fan movie right until until like something new comes along that has nothing to do with what george lucas started in terms of skywalker and that kind of thing um they are fan films because there's no doubt about it that you know jj was a fan of lucas so was ryan johnson i'm sure colin was too and, and anybody that is you know 35 to 55 right now maybe even slightly older that, that star wars was a big deal to them you know especially in the director's world in the film world that that make these kind of films and they're of course they're fans you know the mandalorian series is a fan series it's a fan script but they just do it really well you know right i think they do much better yeah right in that no line. doubt no doubt about it so but it would be cool I, i'd love to be able to read this script maybe somebody will put it out there at some point and I think it's kind of shitty of him to do that after that and pray, pray upon 
the media trying to rip the Star Wars movie and all that stuff. So, I don't know. Bit disappointing. And, you know, on a side note, it's funny that you'll, if you watch, if you read the um, box office notation, especially from Forbes, like, all they, they just love ripping on the Rise of Skywalker. I'm like, it's already crossed a billion, which I said I didn't think it was going to cross a billion. You did say it was going to cross a billion. Um, I was skeptical before it even came out. I remember that conversation that we had on this show. Um, you were correct. Oh, it yeah. did cross a billion. I thought it might have a hard time with all the backlash from the last movie and Solo and everything else in the world. Um, but it crossed that line. And, you know, the Forbes makes it sound like it was a complete failure because it didn't do it as fast as the other ones and it should have because of Avengers and all that. And I'm like, nah, you know, that's kind of shitty. I don't know. It just seems like they're just ripping it to rip it and, and because it gets headlines for them, you know. <laughs> I can see that. I mean, you're right. They did do the article and, you know, oh, it's the slowest to make it to a, a billion dollars. Yeah. I mean, well, it still made it to a billion dollars. I mean, whatever Lucasfilm spent on this film, okay, even if they spent, you know, half a billion dollars on right. marketing this, I mean, not marketing, but making right. the film and marketing, they've still got right. half a billion dollars <laughs> yeah. of profit. That's nothing to sneeze no, at. No, it did fine. And, you know, they can't compare it to Force Awakens. There was a 15-year gap between Star Wars films. Everybody and their brother was going to see that movie no matter what. And and it just, it just right. shook out but, the way it shook out. That's all. But I will say that, yeah, there is a little bit of that. It's the last film in a nine-film series. It should have gotten a little bit of a goose. Because I saw, I don't know if it's the same article or not, but again, it's funny you mentioned Forbes because, yes, they had an article that said, it's official, it's the worst-reviewed Star Wars yeah. film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 86% of the people like it and Rotten Tomato. Anyways. 86% right. of the audience. audience. Which is who pay, because critics don't pay. Some critics pay, but I'm just saying. And even, it's actually technically more more critics liked it than didn't like it, because it's at 52. And we all know that 52% of the electoral gives us a president, too, by the way. <laughs> uh, you know what? One thing I'm looking forward to in 2020 is that there's no Star Wars movie. Uh, I'm looking forward to this fall with the Mandalorian. So before we get into that, we'll, we'll talk about some 2020 things. I just want to jump into um, that. I watched today before this show, the Morbius trailer. And I tell you what, dude, I'm totally pulled in. I know nothing of this character. Um, I probably should, but I did some research based on that, that thing. I was like, Oh wow. He was in a Spider-Man because of uh, the, the lift on the band of vampire stories that you can tell in comic books. He was the first character after the vampire lift. Did you know that? I did not know that. Particular well, I did and Wikipedia no. thing, right. And looked up Morbius and wanted to look up the character before I looked up the, the movie. And it is, it looks like the movie is exactly like that character. Um, that's, yes. that's in the film and the drawings are cool. And now I want to read it. I want to read like something of this stuff before I see that movie. Uh, but there was a ban at one, at one point that you couldn't do horror comics. Uh, and so when they lifted the ban up, according to this w w Wikipedia, this is not me knowing. Lord knows everybody that listens to this podcast that I don't really know anything about comics. But um, 
Well, I can tell you, the whole band came about because of all the horror and yep. crime comics that people were convinced were, you know, denigrating our youth and making them awful. And then there was that book, The Seduction of the Innocent, which was going on about how, you know, Batman was making kids gay, <laughs> right? With his ward. So because of all that and because of EC yeah. comics, um, you know, they, they were one of the biggest comic book publishers. I mean, because of them, you had, you know, Tales right. from the Crypt, you know, what later became an HBO show. HBO show. Um, I mean, horror comics were making all kinds of money, and they basically got shut down because that's when the Comics Code Authority came about, and we're going to self-police, yada, yada, yada. And yes, over the years, they started to, to let loose a bit on the reins, but yeah, stuff like, I didn't know that specific tidbit about vampires. So I guess, yeah, what happened was is that they lifted the band and, and Stan Lee wanted to, to do something, obviously. And, um, but he wanted this, he wanted this, the, the vampire didn't want it to be a Dracula thing. He said, no, oh, I want somebody in a cool suit, you know? <laughs> so, uh, they created this, this character and, um, you know, I guess, you know, he's a scientist and all that cool stuff that. That was wrote in, uh, but I gotta tell you, this preview it knocked me out, man. It knocked me out cool because, especially, a I didn't know it had any ties to Spider Man until I read the Wikipedia. I watched the preview first and then I went back and, and did the Wikipedia thing. Um, uh, so it's it's always kind of nice when you find new things and you're like, oh wow, they found something to pull me in. And I had nothing, no idea had it was a Spider Man universe thing, and that's Sony, right? So this is Sony's putting this out, yeah. But here's the cool thing. I mean, you saw the trailer. Yeah. So, obviously, Sony and Marvel yep. are sharing Spider-Man. Yep. But you saw that it was comp- that was totally the vulture at the end. Yes, that was, I was, yeah, I was totally geeked. Like, oh, wow, they're pulling those in. Totally. Well, Sony's no dummy. I mean, it's a co-production, so they can use anything that's in that film that is not part of the MCU proper. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. It was successful, so why not use Michael Keaton's vulture? Why not pull him in? But I mean, obviously, he—I couldn't tell if he was in prison or if to bring him in. Like, now it is this? Like is this I thought they were in orange jumpsuits, but I, I might be remembering incorrect. Right, I, I think that. Um, I mean, are they going to start building this universe? Like, clearly, there'll be a Venom crossover because they can do it. They've, they need that money. Um, but if they really push the Sinister Six or something, that would be cool. I don't know if, what Morbius has to do with it. Now. From what I understand, he's not necessarily good or bad. Yeah, he's kind of an anti-hero. So, I mean, I don't know if you remember, but after Amazing Spider-Man, when Sony rebooted, when they decided not to do yeah. the Maguire Spider-Man 4, and mm-hmm. they rebooted with Mark was it Mark Webb, mm-hmm. did the whole you know Amazing Spider-Man, and then yep. their plan was to emulate Marvel and make their own universe, but they put all their effort into deciding we're going to make this other universe. And that's why in The Amazing Spider-Man, there are lots of hints to other yeah, yeah. characters, the Scorpion, the Vulture, Mysterio, Sandman, you know, you name them, you know, the, the Sinister Six, if you will. Right. Um, and then they dropped even more hints and too many hints in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. And obviously they went. Yeah. So Sony realized, all right, we don't, we don't know what we're doing. We don't know how to make a universe. Let's work with Marvel. And then they lifted him back up, and now they're like, "We're going to start making another shot at a universe." That's where we had Venom last year, which 
to everyone's surprise, made way more money than anyone expected. Especially for a bad movie. I haven't seen it. You've seen it? Yeah, we have it. (laughs) Is that one of the ones where the critics were right, Joe? (laughs) Probably. I mean, again, but I I didn't listen to them for a while. I still went out and saw it, and there's some good things in it, but it's not great. I mean, um, he's good in it, as usual. Uh, What's his name? Um, There's very few things where I'm like, Tom Hardy just sucks. Right, yeah. Right? Um, he never sucks, but he has done some shitty movies. Star Trek Nemesis. Right. <laughs> but uh, I haven't seen it. I, that's one of those movies I still need to see yet. And uh, I, I was surprised it made so much money. Like, I was surprised. I'm like, man, it must be pretty good. But you're telling me it's not. But then again, Suicide Squad made a bunch of money, too. And it was not good. So maybe it's, it's better than money. that. It is better than that. Okay, well, that's good, good, good. I, I, I will watch it. I'm, yeah, I want to see it because obviously yeah, you should watch it. I'm going to need to because it's clear that Sony is now building their own Spider multi or not multi Spider Spider-verse. cinematic universe. Yeah, and we're seeing this with Morbius. And now you saw the trailer and got really jazzed, and I saw the trailer and went meh. <laughs> yeah, but that's so of you. course we have to disagree, right? I haven't. <laughs> most of the time, you say meh. That's not true. I'm super. I'm I'm jacked for Black Widow. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I am too, but and I'm. I'm a little bit mad because it's. I, I want to see what. I'm. I, I'm sure I'll like it. I'm just. Um, maybe it's because she's gone, and it's just kind of like a weird. Like I feel like they short cheated her. <laughs> like, is it? Let me throw this out there, okay? I know we already talked black about Black Widow. It's okay. Yeah, she's gone, but we also know. We know the multiverse is coming. Yeah, I know. There's no reason to think. I mean, Gamora came back within the same film. I know. Now, I know they really want to make it so uh, Black Widow's gone and seem like her sacrifice meant something. And they've done that. But honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if she came back somehow due to the multiverse or something. Right. I'm not. I'm not confident in saying 100% Scarlett Johansson is done as Black Widow. Right. I'm not either. I, I agree with you there. Um, but I do think it. You know, the the Game of Thrones kind of thing that, like, you know, sometimes when you lose a character, it's much more impactful. We'll see with Iron Man. That's the most impactful of all of them. Obviously, Captain America lived a good life, but uh, we shall see. So, where does that put us? What before we get into uh, well, it puts what, at what, odds because you're excited for Morbius and I'm meh. Well, I mean, it's that <laughs> puts us, you know, it we're is at the beginning is. of 2020. So, what are you know we ha- we talked about this earlier? What are the th- what are three things you you're looking forward to? You can just rip them off for one, two, three. We don't have to go through one and one that kind of thing. But okay, uh, I'm going to do in reverse order. So, in reverse order, really number three for me would be the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to say all three? Yeah. We can talk about So number three would be The Mandalorian. Uh, we, the, the, the first season really ended on a high point. Mm-hmm. I want to see more. Mm-hmm. So that has, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think every Star Wars fan was super excited for it to come out in November. And now it's, you know, it ended on such a high. I'm just as excited, if not more excited, for the next season. Right, for sure. Um, and that's why, why, as you say, we're gonna right. We're already agreeing. Mandalorian is one of my one of my three. 
for sure. And okay. how could it not be? I mean, it's the only Star right. Wars I'm really going to get other than Clone Wars, which that's not one of my top threes, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, for my number two is the final Red Rising novel that comes out sometime this summer. It doesn't even have a title yet. Oh, okay. You're going, every, you're going every genre. Okay. Books and everything. Well, I'll just name my top three. Yeah. Yeah, every genre. You're right. So, um, yeah, the Red Rise, the final Red Rising novel, the third in the second trilogy or sixth overall. I think when we talked about our favorite things from 2019, that was I think that was my top, as because it was just such an epic sci-fi novel. So, um, definitely excited for the next one. And then the thing I'm most looking forward to actually comes out this week, and that's Picard. Oh, okay. Nice. So you've got one of the, I'm looking forward to Picard. It's not one of my top three. Um, obviously, you know my, you know how I am, but totally looking forward to that uh, for sure. 100%. Um, I really hope it's good. I, I really, really hope it's good. I hope they really so push that character. And- They've already renewed it for season two, so it can't be absolutely horrible. No, I don't think it will be. I mean, he's, he's the thing. Yeah, well, I, you know, I just don't know how they're going to measure success. You know, is it just about subscriptions? Like it, these subscription networks, you know, clearly Mandalorian was a success for Disney Plus. It it propelled them to get a lot of subscribers that are probably dropped now until something comes oh, out. Oh yeah, I, I mean, obviously Disney's never going to tell us those numbers, no. but there's a lot of ancillary data that shows that people drop Disney like a bad habit. Which is a shame really, because there is, I mean, look, I like it. I've, I've found a lot of good things in the national geographic area. There's, there's a lot of content on there. If you, you know, just let you know, it's to me, I I do not feel a short, short change. I don't feel a short change just because my daughters watch it all the time. But I, I have to admit, I have not watched anything on Disney plus since the final episode of the Mandalorian. <laughs> um, so, yeah, my three things. Uh, Mandalorian was number one. Um, and I haven't really, you know, this isn't, I'm not even sure this is ever going to happen, but I did read that they might be shooting the $6 billion man with Mark Wahlberg. Uh, I read a rumor on that. <laughs> and the $6 million man for me when I was growing up, was huge loved that show and i've always wondered why they haven't made that a film but apparently it's been floating around hollywood for quite some time um in different carnations like there was going to be a joke one with will ferrell at one point you know kind of a comedy that way and went the other way now mark Wahlberg has it and uh i think uh, will ferrell doing land of the lost as a joke kind of killed that yeah yeah (laughs) yeah but you never know it's done right it's good um, and so that, that technically wouldn't even come out this year. So, um, you know, I'm looking forward. Well, do you remember that TV show from the eighties and nineties called Spencer for hire? Yeah, I do. The next Mark Wahlberg film is that same character. They don't call it Spencer for hire. It's called Spencer confidential <laughs> for real. Are you Yes, it's on Netflix. It's coming out, I think, in March. That's the next Wahlberg film. It's Spencer Confidential. And I knew something was up because the guy's name is Spencer, and he works with a black guy named Hawk, 
which I don't know a lot of black guys named Hawk. So it kind of narrowed down pretty quickly. Right. So I just want to throw that out there. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your. No, topics, no, that's cool. Just, um, kind of and I was like, all right. Yeah. I, and I don't know all the series that are going to be coming out on Netflix. And they don't kind of tell you everything. Um, I, I don't know if it's coming to when it's coming to Amazon, but I want it, the, the Lord of the Rings thing that they got going on is interesting to me. I'm, I'm hoping it's really, really oh, good. Yeah. If it, if it comes out. Um, but my number, I guess my number two is actually the boys. So. God, I, oh my God. I, I'm i sorry. That's a great pick. I don't know why I didn't pick that. That's okay. That's why we, we work together here. So yeah, I mean, it's funny because I have two streaming series before any films. I mean, it's it's really Mandalorian and the boys. Um, which it's really cool because you get like, you know nine to 10 to 12 hours of content of these things that, that keep coming back. And I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that stuff. Um, and I guess uh, for my third thing, it's kind of a, an encompassing, it's kind of a DC thing. I really want them to do well. I want, I want to see things move forward. I hope wonder woman 1984 is good. Um, I like that character. Is She's that great. Number three? Sorry. That's your number three. Wonder yeah. woman. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why that surprised me. I almost put it in my top three, but I was like, uh, if, if I'm going with my heart, Picard. No, that's what but you, yeah. I mean, that, I'm, I'm glad you picked it. You picked two that I, one I forgot and one I considered. So I were much more in sync than I think we think. Yeah, sometimes. we just disagree at the outcome at the end of these things. <laughs> and I, I, <laughs> right? I hope it's good. Like, I want DC, basically in my head, Michael, eventually I want them to do Kingdom Come. That, that's what I want them to get to, like DC to figure that thing out. Because that is one of the best comics that's I've ever read. I know it's not going to happen, but it could. It certainly could. You've, but they've already used the Kingdom Come Superman in, in Crisis and Infinite Earths. I think. I whatever. Think no I one's watched that anyways. Moment. It's going to be in a film. <laughs> oh, my God. Nobody's watched that. <laughs> they, don't, they don't understand what that is, though. Like the general public, they don't, they don't understand that that was Kingdom Come Superman. You do. I do. I understand. I know that. But, you know, here's... Okay, I'm, I don't disagree with you. Kingdom Come is fantastic. I have all four issues signed by Mark Wade. Wow, nice. Yeah. No, I love that. And then I, I also have the trade paperback just for reading. But I have all four issues signed by Mark Wade, and they're treasured possessions of mine. So I would love to see... I would love, love, love to see DC do Kingdom Come, but they haven't even gotten their extended universe down right yet. No, They're getting no, there. They don't. I mean, they got Shazam. Shazam's so, going to be a good film coming out. I'm looking forward to that too. Not, it's not my top three, but I like the first one, and and I'm very happy with that it being. A, it's the Ant Man of DC, and uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it to to the family one. So. Right. That being said, we are closing out. We're starting 2020, but we're closing out this podcast. We've already, you know, Michael, we said we didn't have much to talk about. We're here. We are 55 minutes in and um, we didn't even get to Oscar talk, which we can leave to next week because Oscars are not next week. So um, correct. We got time. We got time to talk about all things Oscar and Joker. That'll be for next week. In the meantime, if you guys have anything, you know, I thought about this. If anybody has something they want us to talk about, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. You can find us at kybercast at most of those locations the best way to really to link up is our website at kybercast.com you can find us uh, over there and michael where can they find us on podcasts to listen to 
And you can find us anywhere. So obviously, Apple Podcasts, that's where most podcasts are. You can find us there. But you pick your favorite podcasting app. Look for either KyberCast or The KyberCast. You'll find us. There you go. With that being said, we are closing this podcast out. Thank you all for listening and coming back. If it's your first time, thank you for checking us out. Uh, if you come back to us, sorry about missing last week. It's going to happen from time to time. Uh, things things happen in life and between work and everything else that goes on. So we definitely, you know, definitely thank you for for listening and having patience with us. And uh, as this show continues to to move forward, um, but if you'd love to hear us talk about something, give us a, give us a shout out, and we'll, we'll give it a shot. Right? Hey, it only took us thirty five episodes before we asked for user ideas. So, or not user. Yeah. Can you tell I work in IT? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listener ideas. Sorry, yeah. listener ideas. Cool. It's true. It took us that long to ask. Um, but hey, here we are. We're learning and we're growing. And 2020 hopefully will be a great year for the KyberCast. Uh, so thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll catch you soon. I have spoken. What a piece of junk. Shh.